This is Sunday Focus, a weekly public affairs program that looks at the topics affecting our society and the people who are making a change in the community each and every day. The people who have vision for the next generation. Sunday Focus presents new challenges for us, keeping you informed with topics of local and regional interest. Now the host of Sunday Focus, Christine Manica. Good morning. Coming up on the program today, the executive director with Experience Sioux Falls, Terry Schmidt, sits down to talk about the 2021 tourism season. The 2020 tourism season in South Dakota and in Sioux Falls went down thanks to COVID-19. However, there is hope and excitement for this tourism season, especially here in Sioux Falls. Terry Schmidt joins the show to talk about last year's season, the hope they have for the summer of 2021, and what people can expect from this tourism season. All that and more coming up on Sunday Focus. Suffering from fear, depression, anxiety, or loneliness? If so, there's hope. The power of prayer can transform your life. At Direct Line Prayer Center, we're here to walk beside you and take your issues of life to the giver of life. Our prayer team is ready to pray for you in person, by telephone, or via email. To learn more, check us out at directlinesd.org or call 605-274-9274. Welcome back to Sunday Focus. I'm being joined over the phone right now with Terry Schmidt. She is the executive director with Experience Sioux Falls. She's going to talk about everything tourism here in Sioux Falls and beyond. Hey, Terry, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I am great. You know, I miss seeing your face. (laughs) And I can't wait to have you back in the studio one of these days. We have to make that happen. I would like that. It's always fun. It's always fun. Seriously. You know, it's so good just to be talking to people again and and having activity go. So thanks for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. You know, it's crazy that you bring that up because... This year, this past year, it it was different, to say the least. When we did talk last year, we really didn't know what to expect from the tourism season. We only really knew that the state was open and was ready to welcome visitors from all over the place. So let's travel back in time and talk about last year. What were your first thoughts when COVID was still lingering throughout the summer? Oh, gosh, Christine, I remember uh, at the beginning, well, at this time last year, thinking this is going to be over soon. This is going to be over soon. Is it going to be in July? Is it going to be August? And then we can pick up and go again. And, you know, we were we were really anticipating, well, I, you know, that, that maybe it wasn't as bad as what it really turned out to be. Mm-hmm. That I don't think we had a full grasp at that point as to what was really happening throughout our world. And we were at that point just saying, like I said, well, maybe July is going to be better. Well, maybe in August they'll still have this event. And soon, of course, we realized that uh, the depth of the COVID issue was far, far more uh, uh, devastating than what we had initially thought. And so it backed us up, and we soon learned that okay, uh, this is the, the new reality, and we have to just be patient, stick together, hold on, and ride this thing out. Were you kind of surprised that, you know, COVID wasn't more under control in the June and July months? To be very honest, yes, I was. I thought much more would have been done um, to get people 
vaccinated, to help the health care facilities, mm-hmm. to just in general, the big picture, to get uh, things under control. But <clears throat> I think I realized, along with many, that n- none of us knew exactly what we were dealing with. Um, this had never happened before, and we didn't know really that much about COVID. So, um, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a jolt, but it was reality setting in. What were your fears during that time? Oh, you know, I remember getting calls from business owners and some who I'd known for years were great, solid business people. And some of them literally crying on the phone and saying to me, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? They were in the panic desperation part. And those those still haunt me today because I couldn't do anything. I, could, I had no control over COVID. None of us did. And I, my, I was so afraid for them personally, for their health, and for their business. Were they going to make it or not? They put their life into a business. And to hear the, the, just the fear in them and the desperation and the, the almost a, a feeling of begging for help. And it, it broke my heart and it made me very afraid of if, if this doesn't get under control, what's going to happen? But of course, on the outside, that was me on the inside. On the outside, you know, I, I really tried to be positive and, you know, we're with you and um, we, we, the hopes that we had were, you know, hang with us. We're, gonna, we're, we're here for you in any way we can. This is going to be over soon. We're going to get a grasp on this. We're doing all we can to sell Sioux Falls. We're reaching out as much as we can to get people into your places of business and planning, if not to come into your business, you know, right now, but plan maybe in a few weeks. Um, we, we held on to that hope. And, um, you know, you, you asked about the fears. I mean, hearing those fears in people's hearts and, and them verbalizing them and then talking to them again in a couple weeks um, when they would, you know, kind of get a hold of what was happening and they were able to start processing the whole thing. It gave us all more hope. And in our industry, in the visitor industry, hotels, restaurants, retail, service industry, airlines, um, you know, taxis, Uber, Lyft, everybody, mm-hmm. we're pretty resilient. And I think people in the Midwest generally are really resilient Absolutely. People. So we really held on to that. And, um, and, and, you know, the old saying, it takes a village. It, this has proven that. It has taken a village for everyone to surround ourselves with, with everyone else because we all went through it together. And I think that's what helped lift a lot of people up. Speaking about hope, you and I talked off the air that you did communicate with a lot of these businesses and business owners. What hope did they hold on to during this period of time? Because you, as a organization, you gave them hope to say, hey, everything's going to be okay. But what did the business owners hold on to? They, 
As minute as this sounds, a lot of them, restaurants, for example, held on to if one person walked into their restaurant that day or ordered takeout, that was hope for them. And people listening need to realize that if they did that, they kept hope alive in those businesses. Um, they they talked to each other and and gave each other hope. They that hey you know if we do this together, hopefully it will get us through it. If if we don't get COVID ourselves, we can continue to do this. Um, we hope that when this settles down a little bit they would say that people from like 50 miles around might start coming to Sioux Falls. And that's how they talk to each other and that's how they kept each other going. If you are just listening, Terry Schmidt, she's the executive director of Experience Sioux Falls. She's on the line with us today. Now, overall, how was the 2020 tourism season in Sioux Falls? Any sort of statistics that you can share? Well, I hate to be one that isn't rah-rah and all positive, but the reality was 2020 was horrible mm-hmm. um, in Sioux Falls, um, and I know around the country. But here in Sioux Falls, we took a big hit in the, in the tourism season. Um, our hotels' uh, occupancies fell down into the 30%. The restaurants, many, as you know, were barely hanging on. Um, retail was, you know, a lot of shopping went to online. People didn't want to go into stores. Um, so it, it, it was, it was pretty bad, but that like in the 30% for hotels, I don't know that in my career I've ever seen that before dip to that low. It should have been, um, last summer it should have been in the upper 60s, 70s weekdays and in the 90s on the weekends. We were set Christine, last summer in 2020, we were set for a banner year. Mm-hmm. And then the bottom fell out, and we all know what happened with that. But one, when you see hotels go down that far, that means people are not coming and staying for whatever reason. All the conventions canceled, uh, bus tours canceled, sporting events canceled. People don't stay in hotels. They don't eat in the restaurants then. And when they, when they don't come in overnight, they don't buy gas. They don't rent a car. They don't shop. All of those things tightened up, and the numbers just went down, 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 down. Um, it was like nothing I've ever seen. And did I expect it? <sighs> it, it, it when part of the reality was in my mind, yes, but I think to actually see how bad it was, I, I'd have to say, I don't know that I, I honestly can say that I realized it was going to be that bad. Even though I knew it was going to be bad, it was like, oh my gosh, this is really bad. What are some lessons that you can take away from the 2020 uh, tourism season? Well, um, the main thing that I can take away is that our industry in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, was I'm so proud of everybody because everybody rallied with each other. Back to that, it takes a village. They really came together like a village and helped each other and hung on together. I learned how strong our people are, even in the worst of times. 
are, we should be so proud of the people of Sioux Falls, um, whether it's someone who's a guest typically in a restaurant or a restaurant owner or a hotelier and a, a potential guest in a hotel or, or retail. Everybody, I mean, it just, they really came together and, and hung on together. The other thing that I learned was, you know, I'm, this business that I'm in is, you know, if, if somebody calls and says, we want to book a convention, you know, in Sioux Falls, we're like, oh, that's wonderful. Here's all the things we can do. Let us help you with this, this, this. When somebody wants to vacation here, oh, where would you like to go? How can we help you? We're in a very upbeat industry. Mm-hmm. It's positive 99.9% of the time. I learned that I couldn't help people sometimes. And that was a big lesson for me because I'm a person who likes to make sure that everybody's taken care of and that, you know, hospitality to the max. Absolutely. And I couldn't do it. So I learned personally a lesson that you can do as much as you can do and then you have to realize that you have to hang on too. The other thing that I learned was that as people hunkered down and said, we're not going to take that vacation this year, they, in a lot of cases, saved that money. And we're going to see them traveling more this year than ever. Some people redid their homes, bought, bought a new car, did this or that with the money that they were going to take a vacation on. But a lot, and I don't know a percent, Christine, but a lot of people held on to that vacation money, and I think we're going to see the fruits of that this summer. Oh, absolutely. And speaking about this upcoming tourism season, this was all highlighted during a breakfast not too long ago just to get everybody excited for what's to come. And the the key takeaway was that we are all moving forward, not just as individuals, but as an entire community. Now, Sioux Falls Mayor Paul Ted Hagen and South Dakota Secretary of Tourism Jim Hagen both spoke during this event to tell everyone the exciting things to come. Now, Terry, can you just run down what both Mayor Ted Hagen and Jim Hagen talked about? Oh, sure. Um, first of all, they were both dynamic that morning. That, that breakfast was put together to uplift the industry. And the message from both of, both of them, along with statistics and here's what's, you know, here's what happened, which they didn't dwell on much, but here's where we're going forward it was such a positive message of don't forget about all the wonderful things in our community and in our state. And don't forget how we can come together on a continuing basis and sell each other and promote each other and keep people coming and get ready, everybody. We're going to get back on our feet and we're moving forward and we've got a great product and let's share it with the world. It's kind of funny. So I have a twin sister and she called me the other day and she was watching a TV show, paused it, called me and said, you won't believe what commercial I'm looking at right now. And I said, oh, what's that? She's like, it's a commercial for going to visit South Dakota. Yeah. And I just said, yeah, we were told that they are going to expand more of those types of commercials, particularly in the Chicagoland area. Now, besides having our state being fully open, why are more people visiting to visiting Sioux Falls and just the state in general? And I know it's mainly that core area. Well, 
We have what people are looking for, especially right now. People mm-hmm. want the out of doors. They feel safer. Um, they want to go in the wide open spaces where they can feel kind of, quote unquote, free from the masses. They, they, if you think about Sioux Falls alone, think about uh, the rest of South Dakota. Parks and water parks and hiking and, uh, I, I mean, just I mean, think of Sioux Falls from Good Earth to wineries to Wild Water West to walking throughout downtown. We've got the space. We've got the wide open space. Plus, we've got arts and culture and shopping. And, hey, we are known for our food and our wineries and our breweries. Never underestimate that. There are actually people who travel just for food. We have what it takes here, and that's why people are going to come here. Plus, the South Dakota Department of Tourism, plus our office and other uh, convention bureaus in the state, we've never stopped marketing throughout all of COVID. We had to change the message a little bit, but we were, were just adamant in keeping Sioux Falls' name out there across the nation so that when people were ready to travel and they were thinking about where should we go, what should we do, in our case, we had Sioux Falls out there. We said concerts, parks, hiking, food, uh, entertainment, downtown, sculpture walk, all these things, and I certainly didn't say them all, but <laughs> we, we kept saying everything to everybody so that, you know, we get them pumped up and feel like, I want to go there. Um, this, you know, I want to see that or I want to experience that. And I think that's why more people are going to be coming here this year. Have you noticed that Sioux Falls has now become more of a destination and not just a rest stop to get to the Black Hills or the Badlands? What do you accredit to that big change? Because I don't think it was like that even a few years ago. Oh, let me tell you, I'm so excited to hear you say that because we have worked so hard in our sales and marketing to prove to the world that we are not just a stopover on the way to the Black Hills. We market ourselves as, hey, come here for three, five days. You will be entertained. You'll have fun. You'll feel the hospitality. And then go on to the Black Hills. And by the way, on the way back, stop, because there's a concert going on at the Levitt. Or there's uh, Hot Harley Nights or you know, uh, the Renaissance Festival, whatever, all of these things that we have going on. And our numbers have gone up and have proven that we are no longer, uh, you know, just a drive-by or some people want to say a flyover. We are not that. We are a destination and our numbers prove it. If you are just listening, Terry Schmidt, she is the executive director for Experience Sioux Falls. She's joining us over the phone. Now, summer is finally here in the Sioux Empire. There's so much life happening. It's so exciting. Can you talk about some events that are back once again? You already mentioned this once, and it's probably one of the biggest ones, in my opinion. It's the Levitt. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, the Levitt. Are we lucky to have the Levitt? Absolutely. Uh, yes, um, you know people are going to people are going to uh, you know flock to that. I just I just feel strongly. 
Washington Pavilion. They have done incredible things throughout COVID and continue. I mean, their offerings, their their um, performances are coming back. Uh, everything inside the Science Center and everything uh, is booming. So that's always a huge draw. Of course, our zoo. Don't forget about our zoo and museum. <laughs> um, Becky, out, Becky, who is the executive director out at the zoo, doing a fabulous job. And there's so much, not only for kids, but for grandmas and grandpas, the whole family, uh, to go out to the zoo. Again, outside, it's educational, it's mm-hmm. fun. It's freedom. It's it's the whole thing. So the zoo, Wild Water West, Thunder Road. Thunder Road has done a big expansion. They will do great this summer, as will Wild Water West. Uh, so much fun to go out to that water park, and people love it. Um, the breweries, the wineries. Uh, Don South out at Straw Bale Winery. He has, you know, just an example. I, we took our little um, three-year-old grandson out there. He'd never seen a chicken. He'd never seen a cat. No. Now, aside from the good wine and <laughs> all the friendly people and the beautiful, beautiful uh, area where we were at, here's all these little kids around getting to see things that when you live in the city, you don't, sometimes you don't ever see it. Right. So, I mean, and again, you're back outside. You're doing, So the breweries, the wineries, um, uh, and and don't forget about uh, Catfish Bay, uh, the greatest show on H2O. People love that. They come down the interstate and they look over there and hear these people water skiing and doing this, this show on water. So that brings people here. Uh, Sculpture Walk uh, downtown, without a doubt. Big, big hit. Absolutely. People love it. Um, I don't care where you're from. Uh, you know, they love it. And, of course, I haven't mentioned... My favorite place in the whole world, Falls Park. Um, <laughs> you know, what a place to just go and be and just feel nature. And speaking about feeling nature and such, the Butterfly House. I don't know if you've ever been there, Christine. I but have, it yes. Is awesome. It is. It, it is. I mean, I've heard people say we've been to other Butterfly Houses around the country, and we've never seen anything like this one. And again, every age, it's so fun. And with their expansion coming, just wait. It's going to be huge for Sioux Falls. And then State Theater, that's starting to draw people. Movies, go downtown. You can watch a movie on the big screen in the State Theater. Oh, it's fantastic. Comfy, comfy chairs. <laughs> you know? And and kayaking down the Big Sioux. You know, I could go on and on and on. But I, you know, and please, whoever's listening, if I didn't mention you, it's not because I didn't, I did it on purpose. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, you just get going. I'm giving examples. So um, there's, there's so many things to come here for. Well, absolutely. So well, you may have to redeem yourself here when it comes to mentioning things because I love food. I'm a big foodie. So yeah. I'll give you a scenario. Say I'm visiting. I'm out of town, have never been to Sioux Falls in my life, and I'm looking for their top restaurants. Now, in your opinion, tell me the top restaurants that visitors just have to go visit, whether it's in Sioux Falls or just around the Sioux Empire. Well, you're going to get me in trouble because, (laughs) you know, we're real careful not to show preference. But I will tell you some that I do know uh, people love to go to because they're different. Uh, In a lot of a lot of travelers like to go to um, 
the local places. Mm-hmm. What, what's your specialty here locally? And it's nothing against the chains or the larger places at all. I'm just going to give you a sample of, for example, people love to go to Jackie's. Yes. Because it's her right there. They love to go to Mama's Lottas. There she is right there making that pan in this cozy little place. Sanaz, she's down there chopping those vegetables every morning. It's all fresh. Parker's, uh, they love to find Chislik and all the different Chislik places. And, oh, now where's the best place to get a real steak, some people will say. You know, they're here in, in where they know is cattle country, and they want to get a real steak. And here's another one that's really kind of fun that we have found with conventions and such. Milky Way. Oh, that sounds because, good right now. <laughs> oh, oh, doesn't that sound good right now? Mm-hmm. Someday you and I'll go there. Hey, I'll take you up on that any day, Terry. <laughs> I, 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 me with you, girl. Me with you. You know, Mil- you don't find what we what we hear from conventions, especially the larger ones. Gosh, we never see little little um, ice cream places anymore. They go nuts over Milky Way and and the Dairy Queen. Absolutely. You know, when yeah. my family visits me, they always want to go to someplace different. You, you yeah. know, I, I take them to Falls Park, take them to see everything that they want to see. But I always say, oh, you have to try this new restaurant that just opened. Or I still have to take my dad, and this is on my bucket list for him, Vinyl Taco. You know, oh, yeah. he loves that type of music and the fact that it's all over that space. He'll go crazy over it. Yeah. I mean, it's those places. I mean... When I travel, I don't know about you, Christine, but I want to go to places that are only in that town. Absolutely. That the locals are there then because you, you can taste their food, you can talk to them, and you really learn about the culture in which you are visiting. It's just fun. Our wine bar, so fun. It's not just a wine bar, but they've got great food, and it's only in Sioux Falls. Oh, their pasta's to die for. I can't tell you how many times I've had to take a lot of it home with me just so I can savor it for the next day. I I mean, and there's so many more places. I've just given just a brief sample of places, but that's what people are looking for. It's those local places for sure. And just those local activities. You've already mentioned a lot of them. And just to think the block parties are going to start coming back. This is going to be a big year for not just South Dakota, but for particularly Sioux Falls in general. Terry Schmidt, she is the executive director with Experience Sioux Falls. Now, Terry, you've mentioned a lot, but if anyone still wants to know more information about different opportunities that Sioux Falls has to offer, where they can go, what they can eat, what's the events happening, what website can they go visit, or in fact, who can they call? Well, they are anyone's most welcome to call our office. Um, we are called Experience Sioux Falls. We used to be the Sioux Falls Convention and Visitors mm-hmm. Bureau, but we changed our name to Experience Sioux Falls. You can call us anytime. We'd love that. You can go to our website uh, at experiencesiouxfalls.com. There's even a calendar of events on that website. You can, for statewide, you can go to visitsouthdakota.com. Or if you're uh, in hotels, restaurants, other places around Sioux Falls, look for our visitor guide. Um, it has experienced Sioux Falls on the front and a beautiful picture of the ark. If you go to any of these places and they ask, how'd you find out? Just say, Terry sent me, right? <laughs> That's all you have to do nowadays. <laughs> oh, and you know what? 
oh gosh, our city's visitor center at Falls Park. Anybody can go down there and they've got all kinds of information and they will help you at any time as well. All right, awesome. Terry Schmidt, it's so great to talk to you again, my friend, and I look forward to when we can actually enjoy that Milky Way. How about that? I'm. Uh, it's a deal. <laughs> it's a deal. Thank you so much. Thank you, Terry. We'll be back. When approaching a highway construction zone, slow down. I am Trooper Devon Clark of the South Dakota Highway Patrol. Always slow down to at least the posted speed limit when going through a construction zone. That way you can protect those working on the highways and you can be prepared to stop if necessary. And slowing down in construction zones can also save you money because speeding fines are doubled in work zones. Help everybody stay safe. With so many myths about the COVID-19 vaccine, it's important to know the facts. Every COVID-19 vaccine goes through rigorous testing to show that it's safe and effective for patients. Similar to the flu shot, the most common side effects of the COVID-19 vaccines are injection site pain, soreness, and swelling. These side effects show that a vaccine is working and your body is building an immune response. Get vaccinated to protect yourself, your family, and your community. Learn more about the COVID-19 vaccines at SanfordHealth.org. Christine Manica. I'd like to thank Terry Schmidt, the Executive Director of Experience Sioux Falls, for joining us on the program today. Please join us again next week for another edition of Sunday Focus.